don't know who voted on this, but I want to see not only the sample size, but the actual voters, because I got I got real issues here. You know, I don't agree with all the numbers. I don't agree with all the guys, but uh, st still happy with where I'm at. But you know what? Joe Flacco at the top, um, tough to argue that. It depends on if you're dealing with with early season Joe or if you're dealing with playoff Joe, because playoff Joe, that guy, that that's a smoke show. Welcome into the lounge for a very special episode of the lounge. I am Ryan Mink. And I'm Garrett Downing, and uh, we decided to mix things up after last week where we had uh, we did a bunch of the phone interviews and kind of got different perspectives of people from around the Super Bowl. Again, audio quality wasn't the best last week, but we figured it out. Mm -hmm. This is a lot better. In, we called in some high-tech audio engineers. I'll give you some props. You pretty much spearheaded this. I'll <laughs> give you some props. You know, I was on the other end of the test line, basically. Yeah, the, a lot of different test cases, a little trial and error, uh, but we figured out the audio stuff. Um, and so we have some more... Um, Phone interviews this week that are really good, and uh, people are going to enjoy these. But first of all, we want to get to a reader question, because I feel like we've been kind of lackadaisical on this. Uh, and we haven't forgot you guys. No, we definitely have not. So as a reminder, email us at thelounge at ravens.nfl.net. We want to hear from you guys, and we respond to everybody, or pretty much everybody that emails us. So please shoot us an email. This one comes from James Goodman, and James says... Hey guys, huge fan of the show. So I was thinking, with the offseason truly starting up now, that we could, and likely will, see familiar faces playing in different places. That rhymes. Well done. Yeah, it's like Valentine's Day. It was like a sonnet. <laughs> it's a nice little well done, James. James. <laughs> so James says, disregarding Terrell Suggs, because he will absolutely retire a Raven, what current Raven, free agents included, would be the toughest to see play on another squad? So who are you going with, Garrett? Well, I would have said Terrell Suggs, but since there's that caveat on there, yes. I'll probably, I guess, take the easy way out. I think you got to say Joe Flacco. Yeah, I, I would mean, agree. Yeah, I mean, he's been here. Uh, he's going into his 10th season. Um, he's won a Super Bowl here. He signed two mega contracts here. When, when you think of Joe, you think of the Ravens. Kind of him and John Harbaugh really connected at the hip. Um, both of them have, you know, they came here at the same time. They've enjoyed the same amount of success. So I, I would say Joe. Well, you look around at, like, yeah, guys that have been here for a long time, they're dwindling. It's really just Joe and Suggs. I right. mean, Sam has been here for a while, and Yonda. Those would be the other the It other would be ones. tough to see Yonda play for another team. For sure, team. I agree. But I, I think Joe, especially because, like, let's say you see Joe go to the Browns or whatever, or, or whatever team he goes to, and then let's say he makes the playoffs and the Ravens don't, and then you see him go on a run, like a typical Joe playoff run, you're like, ah. Yeah. That would just be brutal. Well, the other thing, too, is I think that when you say see them play for another team, like you really see the quarterback play for another team, and yeah. that's part of it. The other one, too, who I'd say actually now is that I think about it a little bit more, it would be weird to see Tucker play on another team. Oh, you're right. That would be bad. Because he, all the dancing, all that stuff. Yeah, like he just fits so well here. He's embraced here. He started here as an undrafted free agent and all that stuff. Yep. It would be weird and difficult to see him play somewhere else. Brandon Williams kind of falls in a similar category to Tucker. Really good player who's a lot of fun. Really nice guy, you know, kind of beloved by the community and fans, a fan favorite. That'd be tough, too. Yeah. So hopefully we don't have to see that this offseason. Right. And uh, Kyle Juszczyk, don't want to see him play anywhere else. We're going to talk to him a little bit later. That's nice a teaser. teaser. That's what the professionals call a teaser, Ryan. All right, yeah. So why don't we just tell people who we're having on, yeah. all right? So this podcast, we want to talk about the recent poll that came out 
in which, well, it's not was it wasn't a poll, it was just a voting. Yeah, it was a survey from survey. I think 400 fans across the country. Yes. So large sample size. Yes. Um, <laughs> on who the most attractive players are in the NFL. Yep. And you probably all saw my story on this. I'm sure you all read it. And uh, Joe Flacco came in at number one in the entire NFL. Most attractive, most attractive, attractive player. player. Which, no offense to Joe, but I was pretty stunned. Yeah, I mean, he passed over a lot of good-looking guys, so well done on him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that Joe's, like, you know, some beast out there or something, but number, number one in the NFL. Number one. I thought, like, for sure it was going to be Brady. Not say, I'm not saying I think he's the most attractive, but just because he's Tom Brady yeah. and, and whatever. So maybe they had, you know, not football football fans on this because people were just looking at the headshots. Yeah, that's what it was. They just showed them the headshots. And I guess no team, no, no name, nothing. Yeah, nothing. just the headshots. Just the headshots. And they had to rank them. It's pretty good. Joe's got good hair. He does have good hair. He's got the five o'clock shadow. That's in which right I now. talked to my wife. She was like, "Oh yeah, any good-looking guy has that. You yeah. can't even grow a five o'clock shadow. Seriously." Yeah. Well, I could maybe if if I went a couple months without shaving, I could get a couple months. You might get yeah. a little bit of a scruff. Yeah, two-month shadow. <laughs> I can. It's real patchy. Yeah, I don't Not think that you're over here acting like you got like a mountain man beard. I don't think it's much ahead of mine. I'm definitely more manly than you. No. That's for sure. No. That's for sure. We'll put our headshots up, stack them up next to each other, and we'll find out. Maybe we'll ask some of our guests about that. So Joe Flacco was number one, the second most attractive Ravens player. Just just filling people in who didn't see this. Second best was Kyle Juszczyk, who was eighth overall in the entire NFL. So that's pretty good, too. Yep. Out of all the NFL players. And then the Ravens' third most attractive was Elvis Dumerville. Fourth most, Dennis Pitta, which you know that's got to take him off. Yep. Because he's the guy who cares the most. He's the biggest pretty boy on the team. For sure. <laughs> uh, and number five was Patrick Owusu. Yep. Rookie linebacker. Rookie linebacker. That, one's, that was a dark horse. Yeah. I mean, you talk about, that one kind of surprised me. Came yeah. out of nowhere. I mean, rather than us just go through this and talk about our what we think of it, mm-hmm. we decided what we needed to do today was really bring in the experts. Yes. So we mentioned that Pitta was fourth on the list, so we got to bring in Dennis Pitta. Kyle Juszczyk is second. We got Kyle Juszczyk on the horn. And then we Why also, didn't we get Joe on the horn? We, it's better to hear other people say what they think of Joe being one. You talk about all, right, all here, the people here, around here, him. Here, we'll get Joe right now. Hey, Joe, what do you think about being number one in the NFL? It's great, man. It's, it's cool. I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty neat. All right, there we go. We got it from Joe. Yep, there we, we go. From Joe. But now we got Pitta, we got Yuschek, and then we got PFC commenter uh, for fans of Barstool Sports and the podcast. Part of my take: uh, if you're not familiar, he's one of the main guys behind the whole Joe Flacco elite thing. Probably the he biggest guy. He is the guy. He's, he's the, the driver guy. of the bus. Yeah. Uh, so we got him to share his take on the topic. So let's kick things off with tight end Dennis Pitta. We are welcoming in tight end Dennis Pitta, who, you know, I would have to say takes the crown for the most attractive player on the team. But the voters didn't say this. So, <laughs> Dennis, Dennis, I'm sure you saw the list. All right. And Joe Flacco, number one in the NFL. Obviously, that means he's tops on the team. Your reaction? Uh, it's not a great reaction. What am I, the fifth best looking on the team or something? You're the fourth best. Fourth best. Kyle Juszczyk was ahead of me. He was two, and Doomerville was three. Doomerville? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who voted on this, but I want to see not only the sample size, but the actual voters, because I got, I got real issues here. 
I think it was 400 supermodels. Yeah, yeah, right. So <laughs> uh, Joe took the top crown. Huh? He was number one in the whole NFL? Yeah. In the entire league. Everyone's, you sound surprised. I pretty much made him into what he is today, but number one? I mean, that's a bold. That's pretty good. Kyle and Joe would not even be on this list if it wasn't for me taking them under my wing when they got here and resurrecting their image. So, you know, I feel like I'm in the one, two, and four spot on our team. How much credit are you taking here? I mean, you have to take a little bit of pride, but you are you trying to take the credit? And are you kind of salty about it? I mean, you sound like you're a little kind of salty about the fact. Uh, you know what? I was actually just with Joe this past weekend. We were out in California playing golf and stuff, and um, – we were together when when we both got like wind of the the list or whatever. So I was giving him a hard time about it, but you know he he felt pretty good about himself. He feels like you know he deserves to be at the top, which you know others I guess respectfully disagree. So <laughs> well, if you're not putting Joe at the top, and let's say you can't put yourself at the top of the NFL, who are you putting then? Who's number one? No, I mean, this is a bad question because you're asking me to judge the looks of other men. I just feel like I'm, you know, walking into a trap here. <laughs> you and check. neither one of you fell for that question. <laughs> what what picture were they, was there just, was it just the headshot that we're going off of? Because that would, that would make more sense because my headshot's not great. Yeah, it was just the headshot. What's wrong with your headshot? Why is that not representative? It's fine, but it's not my, you know, it's not... And I'm not putting my best foot forward in my headshot there. Well, what you didn't know is that they went with 2008 unibrow Joe Flacco with the headshot. <laughs> no, they didn't. Joe, no one would <laughs> make that list if they used his, his rookie here headshot. <laughs> <laughs> you said you were with Joe when you guys found out about it. Was he pretty stoked about this? <laughs> um, I mean, he he just thought it was funny. You know, we both kind of laughed at it. Um. I probably more so was upset because I was fourth on the team. What was I overall? I, I don't know. They didn't. They didn't give like the overall rankings of everybody. But it wasn't good. It wasn't good. <laughs> I hate to break well, it to well, you. Well, you got it. You got. Here's the thing. You got a six point three out of ten. Like I feel like most people, when you say, you know, if they're a, a reasonably attractive person, you say, all right, what are they? One like to ten. Yeah. Usually they get like a seven. You got a six three. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't feeling too bad about this until you just told me I'm a six. And you know, now now I'm going to have a tough time, you know, accepting this. Are you putting higher on the list, me or Mink? Um, that's a great question. I'm trying to, you know, see, when I evaluate, I don't take just, you know, a snapshot of the face. I look at the overall style. Mm. And mm-hmm. so... When I take that into consideration, I'm going to go with Mink. Yeah, baby! He's got a little bit more style than you, Garrett. And, you know, I feel bad saying that at your face, but it's just the reality of the situation. It's okay. You can say it over the phone. Yeah, here's the thing. Dennis, you're a six, so I might hurt. My toes are too hurt. Oh, God. (laughs) He's going to rearrange your face when he gets back in the building. You're going to get even uglier, Downing. My question, since we're taping this on Valentine's Day, and we all know that you and Joe, you know, you're boys and all, 
right? If you're going to get Joe one gift for Valentine's Day, what are you getting him? A, jewelry. B, chocolates. C, flowers. D, a huge massage chair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I'm not getting him flowers or chocolate or anything else, but a massage chair is... (laughs) <laughs> we've already we've already been down that road. We got five massage chairs actually. <laughs> to be honest, I wouldn't give him any of those things. What would you get him? Nothing. I would make him get me something. Hey, so also in the spirit of Valentine's Day, I know you got to be watching The Bachelor. What's your take on uh, this season? You know what? I'm a, I'm I'm actually embarrassed to say I'm a couple episodes behind, but I did just see the recent announcement of the new Bachelorette. The timing on that's weird because she's still a part of the show. She hasn't been eliminated yet, so I uh, I, I haven't been following up as, as you know well as I I need to. So I got to get caught up here. But I've liked it so far. I mean, we've seen a lot of Nick Vale over you know the last few seasons of Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise and all that. So I uh, I like him as a Bachelor. We'll see who he picks. All right, so Dennis, before we let you go, we got to ask you a couple football questions because I guess that's kind of like what we do. I mean, we are a football team after all. As much as I'd like to just do polls all day on who the best-looking people are, you know, we should probably talk football a little bit. <laughs> um, so did you know that you finished with the most catches among any tight ends in football? Um, I did know that. Yeah, somebody told me that when the season was over. I think I beat out Travis Kelsey by what one catch. <laughs> was that the idea in the, in the Cincy? Yeah, in the Cincy game, you were like, Joe, come on, baby. Pump it to me, buddy. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, you know, it was probably more important to get Steve catches in that game, but I'm the one who got lucky enough to end up with with the most. I know, that's true. You were totally hogging yeah. it from Steve. Sweet farewell. <laughs> <laughs> so my question is, is, do you think that there's reason to believe, this is a serious question, do you think there's reason to believe that next year you'll be even better than this year considering you're one year more removed from the hip? Yeah, I think so. I mean, when I, when I kind of look back on my year last year, um, you know, I like to kind of compartmentalize things, you know, kind of break the season down in different stages. And really over the first part of the season, really first quarter, of the season, you know, I didn't feel like I was that comfortable playing, you know, my best football. And, you know, rightfully so. I understand I had been out for, you know, two years previously. And uh, it is tough to just jump right back in there. So, you know, it took me a little bit of time to start, you know, feeling more comfortable and and feeling more confident in in what I could do on the field. And by the end of the season, really by the last quarter of the season, I felt like I was, you know, playing my best football and kind of playing at a level that, that I was used to playing at again. And so, um, you know, hopefully I can build on that and continue to just improve and, and you know, work hard this offseason to, to maybe start out the season a little better than, than I did last year. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Dennis. And, you know, even though you're not number one on the list, you're number one in our hearts. You're number one in Mink's heart. You're on my you're, – you're not number one <laughs> in my heart right now. You're, we got beef. We'll, we'll squash it when you get back into town. Yeah, I apologize. I mean, it was nothing personal. I was asked a question, and I, you know, I wanted to give an honest, truthful answer. Exactly. That's the most honest answer he could give. I know. Hey, everyone has opinions. That doesn't mean that the opinions are right. I, I respect it, though. I respect <laughs> it, though. We'll, we'll, we'll squash the beef when you get back into town. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Dennis. Appreciate it, man. Well, that was good stuff from Pitta. Obviously, the it was best mediocre. Stuff, it was mediocre. The, the best stuff, stuff being that I am better looking than you, definitively. 
from the expert on the team. Well, I can now... So let's let's recap here, okay? Terrell Suggs said I would beat you in a fight. Dennis Pitta said I'm better looking than you. Urschel said I'm smarter than you. The smartest guy on the team said I'm smarter than you. The best looking guy on the team said I'm better looking than you. And probably the, least, the guy you would last want to fight said I would beat you in a fight. Dude! I like, am burying you! Like I said to Dennis... You know, you guys you guys are just in the sixth territory. I'm up there, me and Joe are kind of in the eight range. And so us in the eights and the nines, we're not concerned with the opinions of sixes like you <laughs> and Dennis. So you guys can stay down there. I'm just not worried about that, uh, even though I appreciate his honesty. It's always good to talk to Dennis. Uh, so <laughs> with that said, uh, we'll move on to Kyle Juszczyk, who, like we said, came in number two and eighth overall in the NFL. So let's hear from Kyle. Juice, you came in at number two. On the team's list of most attractive players, Joe Flacco is number one. So what do you think? Does Joe edge you out in reality? Well, I mean, it's tough. You know, you got to give credit to the guy. He's got he's got a few years on me. You know, that they say that men really can you know, hit their peak, to, you know, closer towards 30. So he's kind of got that going. <laughs> and, you know, I think, I think the biggest thing with Joe is just how far he's come. Uh, I, I like. I think he kind of, you know, he kind of started at the bottom there a couple of years ago, and he's risen so far that, you know, I don't feel so bad with him taking that number one spot. Well, your point too is that you still feel like you're on the ascent. You know, you still got a ways to go. What are you like? Are you 25? I'm 25. You know, I still got a few years of uh, of growing to my my true potential. Do you do you, so? Do you think that Joe Flacco is really the most attractive player in the NFL? Uh, <laughs> I feel weird answering that either way. <laughs> uh, if I say no, I feel like I have to supply a better-looking player. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's a, he's a handsome guy, so uh, good for him. I, I, he can take it. I don't think there's anything wrong with another man saying another guy is handsome. You know, you have to be you have to be self-confident enough to be able to do that and be like, yeah, you know what? I just can appreciate. Good-looking people. Well, the key there is you got to say handsome. The, the key is handsome. Handsome. Before we started this, Kyle, you should have heard Mink. He was talking about who he thinks his list of hottest players in That's the NFL That's not true. Is. Fake Whoa. news. <laughs> Hashtag fake news. Fake news. Take it easy. <laughs> so so you, you have to be pretty proud, though, too, because you are the eighth most attractive player in the league. I mean, that's not too shabby. I mean, second best on the team, but eighth overall. You know, there's. I feel like there's a lot of things in order. You know, first I got to start. You know, with my mother, of course. You know, <laughs> just for the great genes. And like we talked uh, in our podcast before, I think a lot of credit has to go to Dennis Pitta. You know, mm. I, I'm I'm pretty sure the uh, the ratings were done on our headshots, and a lot of that is just your hair. So uh, gotta <laughs> give gotta give thanks, give credit where credit is due. So so you came in at seven point four. Tom Brady got a 7.5. He just edged you out, which I think is a travesty, quite frankly. I mean, the guy's got enough going for him. Can he, you know, g- give some of the other guys some uh, something to be proud of? <laughs> right. At least sprinkle the table scraps around. That's what I'm saying, you know. Um, you know, I don't agree with all the numbers. I don't agree with all the guys, but uh, st- still happy with where I'm at. So you met, you gave a little shout-out to Pitta. What do you think? How salty do you think Dennis Pitta is in reality that you and Joe like he kind of took you guys under his wing and both of you guys have now passed him on the list do you think that he's secretly salty 
I think he is. You know, um, there's been a lot of a lot of been reaching out to him on social media, trying to get a comment from him, and it's been uh, there's been silence on the radio line. Where I haven't heard anything from him. Well, you're gonna have to listen into this episode because we got him, buddy. Okay, you got him. We got him. <laughs> Good. The people want to hear from Pitta, so uh, I'm excited to hear what he has to say. All right, all right. Well, before we let you go, Kyle, we got We do have to ask you one football question. Give us some good news right now and tell us both that Ozzy's offered you like a massive contract and you're getting ready to put some your name to paper here. All right, give us some good news. <laughs> no news yet, no news yet. But... All right, all right, we'll be holding our breath. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. Appreciate it, man. All right, Juice, good stuff from him. Juice is a good-looking guy, I would say. Yeah, he's great. I really hope that we can keep him here. I do. I do, too, man. He's good. He's really good. I definitely don't want to see him going to the Patriots. I know. No. I, may, I may have told him that at some point. No. <laughs> just, just here's my reaction to that. No. He's going to get some interest, and I just hope that it's not from what, when you earlier on the podcast we were talking about players who could play elsewhere. And yeah. I just don't want to see him go somewhere where they, you know, beat us consistently. Because I think he's going to have a really good career in front of him, yeah. and I don't want to see that happen in games against us. So hopefully they figure out a way to keep him here. Yes, definitely agree. All right, so now, with no further ado, our final guest for today's podcast, and just a teaser, uh, we're going to have PFT commenter from Barstool Sports. We're going to do a full, more full interview with him in a future episode, probably next week. And uh, But we wanted to give you a little snippet of that interview right now because the topic of the today's podcast being Joe Flacco's attractiveness. And who better to speak on the topic than perhaps the number one fan of Joe Flacco's out there. <laughs> this is PFT commenter from Barstool Sports. I'm sure you saw this. He's been named the most attractive player in the NFL. You saw that, right? I did see that list. Yeah. Did you guys read that list? Yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of coaches' sons on that one. A lot of... Uh... <laughs> it's a good point. Yeah, that's it's the genetics from, I guess, being the son of a coach that makes you really good looking. I was looking through the list. Um, let's see, we got Jason Witten on there. By the way, Jason Witten, kind of a mongoloid. No offense, I don't know if I can say the N word. <laughs> <laughs> there are actually a lot of guys on that list that I don't personally think are, would, would be considered that attractive. But you know what? Joe Flacco at the top, um, tough to argue with that. Matt Barkley, what a great looking guy that is. Um, great company to be keeping there at number two. So, um, yeah. so so how many times did you vote for Flacco? I didn't even know this was going on. I don't. What, what's the methodology? What are the, these polls here? Is there some? I, I think it's highly scientific, as you guys are probably like a lot of sabermetrics. I think went into this thing. I'm looking at the uh, at the listings here. A lot of these uh, a lot of these guys come from blue cities, blue counties. Might be a little thumb on the scale action. Some fake news going on. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're if you're going one to ten on Joe Flacco, what are you giving him? Uh, hmm. I, you know the new haircut's looking pretty good, so uh, that's worth a couple points here. Um, it depends. Here's what it is: if you ask me in January, I give him a ten. If you ask me in like early October, I'd probably give him a two. <laughs> <laughs> Changes. Well, he's kind of gone through the evolution. You know, like when he first started his career, you know, 2008, he didn't quite look like it's kind of had the unibrow thing going. What's the next step for him in his whole fashion development here? I actually like the unibrow. If you got two eyebrows, you don't have one. So I'm I'm going to respect the, uh, the the forehead hair on that one. I just think that like with Joe, it depends on if you're dealing with with early season Joe or if you're dealing with playoff Joe. Because playoff Joe, 
That guy, that that's a smoke show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, thank you to uh, PFT Commenter. And uh, like we said, this was just kind of a snippet of a larger interview, and we're going to roll that out uh, likely next week. So, you know, earlier in the show, I did a teaser. Now, follow it up, another teaser nice. for next week's show with nice. PFT Commenter. So, couple pros. couple pros, me and you. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> well, that does it for us today. Reminder to please email us at thelounge at ravens.nfl.net. Leave us a rating and review. And one thing, too, just if you've sent in names for Ratboy to rename yes. Ratboy. We haven't forgotten. We haven't forgotten. We've, we've been collecting them. Just a reminder, Ratboy was on a podcast last year. If you forgot about it, he needs a new name. He's refused to come back on the podcast unless his name is something different than Ratboy. If you pick the name that we end up renaming Ratboy as, you will get a poster signed by a whole bunch of different staff members in the organization, one of which is John Harbaugh. Is John Harbaugh. Pretty sweet. So Now, the only problem is that it's also got ours on there. So whatever <laughs> value a John Harbaugh autograph might provide, it is totally ruined by ours and about, you know, 15 of our closest friends here in the building. <laughs> You're right. Uh, but that can be yours. you got to send us a new name for Ratboy. You can tweet at us or email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. The poster, by the way, is Kyle Bowler poster, Got Milk poster. So that also adds to the value <laughs> of it. Uh, thanks again, and we will be back with you next week. <laughs>